Hey everyone, welcome back to A Court of Tattoos and Rosé, where we go through and discuss all things Moss with Caitlin, Madison, and me, Blake. Uh, this is going to be our 46th episode. We're getting close to our 50th, like, um, A Court of Thorn and Roses episode. Like, we, ooh. Wow. Can we get balloons? Can we get, like, little balloons? Like, you know, like, the number balloons? The, the 50 balloons? Oh, that everyone does for, like, <laughs> I got 10k followers, and then we'll just do episode 50! <laughs> Even though, I guess it might not be right, because technically we've done more than 50 episodes since we have the third of glass episodes too oh you weren't counting those no i do i, I do them separate because they're different seasons yeah. really like different series oh. see caitlin's on my level i so, got you blake i just i but now now that i said that we could have gotten away with just saying 50 with the balloons but now everybody knows so never mind <laughs> <laughs> i messed it up guys blake you fucked okay. it up <laughs> i fucked it up <laughs> all right so this week guys ew. We are starting a court of wings and ruin. Um, we're Don't doing chapters. So <laughs> oh, okay. Let's go through. Okay, well, today we're going chapters, oh, going through chapters one through three, and you'll see why and the I'm prologue. a little depressed. And the prologue, little prologue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally forgot about. I it. like that you. I like that you tried to be the one to take credit. To be like, oh, there's a prologue, <laughs> and Madison just had to be like, no, hey, like I'm the one that's doing chapter one. So I was like, Caitlin, you forgot the prologue. I didn't realize the oh, prologue God. was. Yeah. Okay, but anyways, to explain my depression, it's because, as everyone knows, we're back in the spring court. Like, I know she's about to, like, bring it down, but, like... No, I'm like not going to lie. I kind of like this side of Farrah. I really I, I do. It. No, no, no. I love her. I actually... The more I think about it, so I've been pretty shitty on this section of the book for a while. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more I like it. Yeah, I just, like... See, I like the, I like the scheming, but I'm still just, like... No, I fully. Like, I don't know. I'm still. This is a side affair that I enjoy. I'm not against this. This is a side affair I enjoy. Just taking it down from the I inside. I like. Okay. Oh, if glorious. all of this was going on, just not in the spring court, because I just don't like that she's separated. That sucks. And she's fine. But I do have to say that this section of the spring court is like some of the. We get so much good scheming. Oh and yeah. Just, oh. This is a very and like Vera definitely. This is very alien. Yeah, thank. Which is why I was I like gonna say it so also. <laughs> It's it's showing like Feyre is High Lady of the Night Court in yes, her own right. Yes. Like that's what this pr like shows. You know, yes. This is okay. very Aelin esque. You mean she's never with the person she's supposed to be? With. <laughs> oh, shots fired! I'm sorry. That, I mean, oh god, that was that was beautiful. Uh, I, okay, this is a good time, vibe. But very accurate. That is we true. We have a good vibe going. You guys are in for it. Okay, so remember, um, as always, we curse, we spoil things. Be prepared. Um, but before we dive in, Caitlin, we had a funny, uh, this week's fan theory was like a poll. We did it as a poll instead. So it was kind of, cause I mean, it's a yes or no answer. So, yeah. So for uh, fan theory Friday, we did, um, do you think recent's last name is darling because he always calls her Farrah darling. And I was just like, you know, like it was based on a TikTok that we got last week. And I honestly, it, it came out like a very close tie. We got a 44 you know 56%. Oh, you know what's hilarious though is like when I posted that TikTok originally on our Instagram story, everyone commented on it. Yes. So, like I really thought this answer would go the would other way. Would be yes. Way. Yeah. Yeah, it was And frankly, <sighs> like my thing is SJM is so about foreshadowing and like leaving us obvious clues that aren't obvious. Yeah. That like, I definitely, I could see it. Okay. But I, I do have a question. Does anyone in the book 
have a last name, or does do they just not do last names? Lucian, Vencera, or whatever. Oh, I thought that was just like the house name, but I guess that's the same as the last. I name. I mean, and then you have Farah's last name as well as. Well, I mean, the humans don't count right now. I'm talking about like the high fae traditions. Of course, humans do. We always have weird names. I'm trying to think. Does I thought it was just the house name for the Autumn Corp, but that is essentially that's, a last that's name. That's the last so name. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> My problem is, is when I hear the last name Darling, which I think it would be. I think that would be hilarious. hilarious. I definitely. I honestly. Am I the only one that thinks of Peter Pan? Yes. Yes. Well, fine. <laughs> I, like, no, I definitely think I could see it because, like, again, SJM always foreshadows everything, so he always calls her darling, and he knows that they're, like, mm-hmm. mates, so it's, like, I could... He always does shit like that, though. Reese is always doing things that, like... Like here, making her steal her This is, ring. you're my mate. Let me put this crown on you, but not tell you. Exactly. Like, let me make you go s- find this ring. Yeah, go, go find your <laughs> with engagement the psychotic ring. <laughs> demon woman. Go find your engagement what? ring. Yeah, so I feel like this could totally be it. I definitely, I definitely agree. And again, it was, and it was I very could see split. him being like a little embarrassed about this because this last name is like very sweet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, the most powerful high lord ever. Adorable, Mister Darling. <laughs> and then it's like his last name's Darling. Yes, that would be f- also. Can you imagine? Like, the first time she, if that's true, and the first time she thought of it, SJM just sitting there typing, and she's like, hmm, Faye, darling. <laughs> like, there's so many times I imagine her in her writing process, like, coming up with something or being, like, putting a little breadcrumb, and then just, like, taking a moment to just appreciate how, like, conniving she can be and just, like, stop and be like. No, I always think of, you know, the meme, I think it's from It's Always Sunny, where the guy has, like, oh my God. has the entire. The post Yeah. Yes. I literally think that's her. Like, she has an entire room full of all this stuff. She's like, I'm going to do this because it's going to affect this later and it's going to affect this now. Like, I fully think that's she does all of this stuff and she thoroughly enjoys it. She just has a room in her house that you walk in and it's connected streets <laughs> exactly. everywhere. Like a spider web. Exactly. That would, yeah. Well, Madison, I was going to say, do you want to give your recap, but uh, uh, my your recap, notes guys, on it are pretty extensive. Yeah. Are, are you sure you can handle it? My my notes. Legit nothing. Welcome to book three. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm not going to lie. You know the scene that I have in my head is like the Joker going, and here we go. As he's about to like, oh, God, up that everything. definitely sets the tone. Okay. <laughs> Because he's, cause he's about to fuck up everything, and I'm like, and this is, that is fair. setting the tone? Yes. I wow. fully... That's... Right. Well, I mean, speaking of setting a creepy tone, Madison, the pro- we were just talking about this, that prologue's psycho. Yeah. Prologue okay, real talk, though, guys, so we need to have a little talk first, though, because we did say when we start Aquawar, we're going to start doing a course uh, of yeah. spoilers. So, so just sorry. so you know, there will be spoilers for Silver Flames, because... You know, it's been out for like over two months. Yeah, I feel yeah. we we waited, and the majority of you have read it, so yes. I'm not. I'm not and we know worried. this because you messaged us. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm not too worried about it. But just so you know, there will be spoilers. Not that I don't think I have anything to say today about. Yeah, it, not much really. I don't think I have anything today on my end. Either way, so here we go. Prologue. I'm gonna just blow by this because, like, it's sad. Well, it's sad and, like... Creepy. So, two years before the wall. And pretty much this is just, like, a flashback to the previous war. Yeah. And Reese is there, like, just in, like... He's, like, pretty much walking through just piles of dead bodies. Which... Oh, great. 
Um, there's mud and gore and like wings everywhere. And the bottom line is he is looking for Cass and Az. And he doesn't know if they're alive, doesn't know if they're dead, doesn't know where they are. And he's just looking for their bodies um, to make sure that they're not in that, like, heaping pile. Um, so, really, that's terrible. A terrible that way to That makes me hate his dad even more. That, I like, he separated them with the different legions. Because, like, that's just... Whoa. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean... Literally, this says it all. I now wondered if the lullaby of death was not a lovely song, but the droning of flies. If flies and maggots were all death's handmaidens. So, there we go. That's the that's a lovely description here. Um, so, pretty much, like, three days they held off the enemy. Three days we had fought and died here, but we held the lines. Um... And now he's looking at, like, half-shredded Illyrian wings, looking oh. at high fake corpses, like, just trying to, like, find out, like, um, if Cass and Az are in this, like, pile of bodies. That's awful. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, he says, but in the hours since they saved our asses and turned the tide of the battle, I had not spotted either of my brothers amongst the living did not know if Cassian or Azriel had even fought on the plane. The latter was unlikely, as my father had kept him close for spying. But Cassian, Cassian could have been reassigned. Um, so, he's, like, just going through these piles of dead bodies. He needs water. He's, like, you know, on his last leg. Um, and then he thought he saw someone. He stumbles, freaks out, but then finds out it's not Cassian. And then he goes to another body. And then another and another. And so for miles, he's just searching rotting bodies. So that really... That sets the tone there. I have a question. Like, based in the war. Do we think... Because, like, Reese is like... He hadn't come into his full power yet, right? But we do know that when he first started training, it was, like... The, the Illyrian, they, he was taken to the Illyrian war camp by his mom. And they recognized right away, like, he was stupid powerful. Do we think that his, because his dad doesn't sound like a great guy, let's be honest. On the, I mean, it helps him on the battlefield. Do you think his dad was, like, hesitant or, like, didn't want him to show his full power because it would, like, look bad on him? No. Why? I don't think his dad gave a shit. Oh, yeah, his dad didn't care. just, like... Yeah, I don't think his dad... No, I mean, like, like, that he wouldn't want his son to uh, seem more powerful than him. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I just feel like he would have been the type to be, like, I'll use your power on the battlefield, but, like, please, like, off the battlefield, don't, like, feel the need to remind people that you're, like, more powerful than me, basically. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just... just I think they were very separate entities. I don't think he was, like, hanging out with his dad enough for it to even really matter. I don't think his dad really gave a shit. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. That could be just my mood for this Sunday, but (laughs) I don't think I don't think his dad really gave a shit. (laughs) That's I yeah I get that vibe. His mom definitely did. Poor little lady. Yeah. Okay, so chapter one here. Oh man, we're starting. We're starting off in um, Farah's perspective here, um, because we were just talking about Reese's perspective. Of the war. Now we're back. Present day. 
And I love how... I love the start of this story. The painting was a lie. <laughs> I like that. I think it really sets the tone for, like, the spring quarter. Oh, yeah. And, like, what she's doing. And, um... Her mood, honestly. Um, because it says it's, like, bright and pretty... Um, it's a bright and pretty lie bursting with pale pink blossoms and fat beams of sunshine. So, I mean, it's just like this, like, beautiful painting. But <laughs> LOL at the theory that she's a bad painter. I Who even came up with that. Yeah. I'm still laughing at that. No, like, that's so mean. I'm still laughing at that because, like, I'm just, like, what if it's just, like, you're looking at this painting and it's just, like, a stick with, like, little circles for the for the. Blooms? I just want to I want to know who first thought of that, and I'm like, who hurt you, man? That's so mean. I don't know who thought of that theory, but LOL. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily prescribe to that theory, but I think no, it, it no. makes it makes a good laugh. Yes, I fully agree. <laughs> um. Anyway, so the picture she had started it um, yesterday, um, and it was pretty much she says incessant, unrelenting spring. Just um, makes me think of Cass sneezing. Oh, <laughs> <LOL. laughs> um. Anywho, um, if I had painted this glimpse into the court the way my gut had urged me, it would have been flesh shredding, shredding thorns, flowers that choked off the sunlight for any plants smaller than them, and rolling hills stained red. So there's Damn. her mood. Uh, but yep. you know she's like trying to create a picture of herself that she's fine she's good to go so she said that in the past weeks she had crafted her demeanor as intricately intricately as one of these paintings because um, she truly wanted people to think that she was happy that she had broken free um, and that like Reese had kept her under some sort of hold um, and she says, I truly wish I would have been adorned with flesh shredding talons and hands that choked the life out of those now in my company. I would have left the gilded hall stained red. But she says, not yet. <laughs> not yet. So she continues to paint. That's a vibe. Um, and so, like, as she's painting, she's like hit with all of these flashbacks of like, you know, Elaine sobbing as she forced, as she's forced into the cauldron, um, Nessa flinging the finger at the King of Hybern in the death promise. Um, and like every time I scented them, my nostrils were again full of the tang of Cassian's blood as it pooled on the dark stones of that bone castle. So the paintbrush snaps in half. Um, and literally just lights on fire. <laughs> well, she lights it on fire because she needs to get rid of it. Yeah, because yeah. she's like, well, that's what's creepy is she can't even, there's, he's supposed to be trying, right? And like, I, and I understand they're still a little wary what we solution is. But like, she's to the point that she can't even just, she still can't just throw away a broken like paintbrush yeah. without like somebody being like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's, don't go through my trash, guys. That's a little creepy. Just, yeah. Golden rule, don't go through people's trash. So anyways, yeah. she says, for a moment, I let myself see past the glamour to that concealed tattoo on my right hand and forearm, the markings of my true heart, my true title, High Lady of the Night. I love this part. I don't know why. 
I don't know why. What, like lighting the paper. No, no, no. Like she's like my true title, like the High Lady of the Night Court. Like she oh, liked okay. to. I just like I don't know why, but I like that like little paragraph. I was like, oh, that's like kind of cool. I had a mini moment of panic there where I was like, Caitlin, are you okay? Like, like you're, you're really liking the depression <laughs> and like just no, I miss sad, missing everyone. Caitlin's like, this is my jam. Yeah. So anyway, she for. lights a print butcher on fire and then like sends a breeze to get the smoke smell out. Um, and she was like, perhaps when my task was done here, I'd burn this banner to the ground too, starting with those roses. Well, no need to do that. Tamlin's not taking care of it as it is now. So anyway, um, Tamlin and Lucian approach her. They come into the room and Lucian is like eyeing her like, I still got my eye on you. What the fuck are you all about? What's going on? And Tamlin is just very wary. Like, oh shit. Like, I hope everything's okay. Like crossing my fingers that this works out. Um, and she goes, I made a show of like appearing that I'm lost in work, whatever. Um, and even made a better show of slowly looking over my shoulder as if it was a struggle to part myself from the painting. <laughs> um, but the battle was the smile I had to force to my face. Oh man. Um, dude, anyway. this sounds exhausting. It's very exhausting. Oh, God. Sorry to interrupt, Tamlin says. Um, and he's scanning her face for any signs of the shadows, um, any signs of, like, you know, what's going on, anything that's, like, not happy. And he goes, but I thought you might want to get ready for the meeting. And the meeting that he's talking about is a meeting with Ianthe. <laughs> and that is, like, to... Kind of figure out why the fuck she did what she did. I mean, we already know. Because she a bitch. Know. But, like, Farrah's going to, like, ask her, like, hello, excuse me. Like, why did you do that? So, anyway. um, She goes, like, you talked it over with Ianthe. Like, she's truly coming. Um, because she hadn't seen the High Priestess yet. Um, and... Um, it was Lucian who answered, yes, she had her reasons. She is willing to explain them to you. LOL. What possible reasons? <laughs> um, anyway, I wondered what Lucian truly made of it. And the fact that the collateral in her friendship with Hyburn had wound up being his mate, Elaine. We had not spoken of Elaine, save for once, the day after I returned. So, Elaine, still there. You know what? And, like, I had this thought. And, like, let me know if you guys are on the same page. Because I was thinking about Elaine today. And, As one does, yeah. Yeah. And, well, I was thinking about it while I was doing my notes, okay? And, like, you know, their mates, whatever. I'm kind of sick of people, like, protecting her from Lucian. Like, let Elaine make her own goddamn decisions. I, well, especially because well, I don't, he's given her, except for the fact that he was aligned with Tamlin in the beginning, and we already know that he did not know, neither one of them knew that that was going to happen to them, right? They didn't even know they were going to be there when the cauldron was there. And Lucian immediately, like, is appalled by it, right? Yeah. And then, like, yeah, he's wary of favor, but he ultimately does, 
as we'll see, go with Feyre. So, like, he's never outside of that, and he's worked on that, and it wasn't necessarily his fault. He's never given any reason to think that he would hurt her or force her or anything. No, I agree yeah. with that. I just think it's everyone trying to still protect Elaine in general. Like, they think she's this, I'm like, sick of that. delicate... I'm Yeah. They think that she's uh, this delicate little, like, person. Which is that... Well, they're, like, pro... Like like you said, they're protecting her because they're fans of her and they're pro-Elaine. But I'm like, well, you're you're doing her a disser- her character a disservice by doing that, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like you said, she's, a, she's an adult. I know. That's what I'm saying. And, yeah. like, literally, so, like... She's older than Farrah. Like, they're literally making yeah. it seem like yeah, she's, like, a small Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Child. And I just, I don't, I I guess I just, I don't understand. Like, yes, you want to protect Elaine from bad people, people that want yeah. to harm her. But, like, Lucian's not going to do that. And they don't Mm-mm. even let them have, like, a private conversation no. or a private moment or Even when they anything. think it's private, they're always in the house. Like, just because of circumstances, like, they're never, like. They're when never he's alone. Tra- no, no. And, like. Also, I feel like, again, it goes back to, like, Elaine has her own agency. She's a grown-ass adult. And, like, yes, she may process it, and we don't see her inner monologue yet. I am starting to, like, come come around to her. Um, I think people forget, too, she's gone through her own amount of trauma. She went through the cauldron. Granted, the cauldron seems to have, like, liked her definitely more than Nesta. <laughs> but, like, she's been through the cauldron. She had to, like, she kills someone... Well, she's she there. Have that fiance. Yeah, yeah, like she's been through a shit ton. It's just because she doesn't react. Like she's sends. She seems to be dealing with it in a way that is not obvious to others yet, and that's just because we haven't gotten her point of view. I, I yeah, I don't. It is. It's like it's like you the said. The more like, I think about it, the more I'm just angry about it because I'm yeah. like, why are we like? I don't know why. Why do we feel the need to like honestly shelter her yeah, when we're yeah. not doing that with anyone else? Honestly, the more I think about it, and the more like, especially looking through like this book and then uh, Frost and Starlight, and like throughout Silver Flames, a little not as much <laughs> because honestly, she like, wasn't in it. <laughs> well, yeah, well, and like Lucian's not really, but that's my thing. That's why. I, her and Lucian's, I'm not going to say love story because we don't know. Their connection, their story, period, right now, because we dynamic. don't know. Well, no, yeah, dynamic, but I'm saying, like, their actual story, like, the plot line for them. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to call it a love story yet because we don't know really what's going on there. It's tragic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Both of she has her own trauma. He had trauma with his one, his love before. Uh-huh. And, like, it's tragic, and I'm really... I, I'm not saying I need them together, but I just really hope both of them do get good in. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I was just, like, thinking about it. Because, like, honestly, one of the moments that, like, ticks me off is when they get back to the night court. Like, Lucian's there. And Farrah's like, yeah, you're not you're not going to see her yet. I agree. Like, why didn't we do, like, well, and especially She's a human. Like, give her her yeah. own damn choices. Yeah, that's my thing. So she was not in a good mental spot. I will say that she's kind of withdrawn at that point, And it's probably yeah. because she keeps getting these freaking visions and is like, I have no idea what's going on, but I'm not going to say anything. Which I'm like, you know what, fair. You might sound a little crazy. But, like, they don't. Yeah, like you said, it's not like Feyre goes to the House of Wind and is like, hey, Elaine, Lucian is here. Do you want to see him? Because she probably either A, would have said no. 
at that time, or B, would have been, like, just not answered, you know what I mean, yeah, kind of, yeah. like, ignored her, but well, at like, least no you told her, at least you told her, yeah, because then I'm like, did Elaine, because she could still, Elaine admits that she can feel the, 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 the connection, mm-hmm. so then it makes me sad, if they didn't even tell her, did Elaine not even realize that he was asking over and over, at least for a time, like, she might not have known? I don't know. I don't know. It's tragic, man. I'm telling you, it's tragic. I don't know. It's just, like, it really upsets yeah, me tragic. the more I think about it. I just, like, yeah. I, I get very annoyed because, again, they're treating her like she's, like, this small little child. child. I yeah. get that she's supposed to be, like, the innocent one, the 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 gentle one, but I'm like, guys, there's, there's more to her, and you guys are, especially, like... Well, you can be innocent and gentle and still make your own Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're they're not giving, like, they're, they're now, like, granted, oh, like, that's all she is. I do think at this point, I do think at this point, like, where she is in Silver Flames, that's that's her fucking issue. Like, she needs to make some choices. Yes. She needs to... Yeah, just, she's like, got to stand up to her. Yeah, she's got to stand up. Yeah, but right now, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, throughout this book, and even uh, Frost and Starlight, they, they, they're they still babying her a decent amount. Yeah, I don't like it. Yep, I agree. Anywho, okay, so back to what we were actually talking about. Um, she's having these flashbacks, um, and um, then she's, like, looking at her hand. She's, you know, she's like, I'm High Lady of the Night Court. Everyone can just go fuck themselves, pretty much. Yep. Um, Love it. Anyway... So she says, um, I'll go change. And then Tamla goes, that painting looks beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, LOL, still laughing as she may be a bad painter. But because yes. <laughs> up until that theory, I was thinking like Picasso level. And <laughs> that theory has me just like. I definitely I think she's a cry good painter. Well, it's just it. like, she wouldn't be. A, so, so here's the thing. Because that she like titles and notices all these like colorings and stuff. Like, she has to be a good painter. You're not a... She has to be. Yeah. It's just, like, so funny to think about. Anywho, so she goes, it's nowhere near done. It's still a mess. And then Tamlin has the balls to go, I think we all are. <laughs> oh, my God. He's trying she's so, so hard. cheesy. He's... Okay. It's just too cheesy, man. Too cheesy. I'm like, okay. And Farrah's like, I'm going to try not to roll my eyes at you right now. Um, Lucian was outside my new bedroom when I emerged. It had taken two days to stop going to the old one. Um, and literally, she looked at the old one when she had returned. And literally, all it says, shattered furniture, shredded bedding, clothing strewn about as, as if he'd gone looking for me inside the armoire. No one, it seemed, had been allowed to clean. <laughs> he thought she was in Narnia. He was trying to go through the armoire. <laughs> um, oh, my God. But it was the vines and the thorns that had made it unlivable. My old bedroom had been overrun with them. They'd curved and slithered over the walls, entwined themselves amongst the debris, as if they crawled off the trellises beneath my windows, as if a hundred years had passed and not months. The bedroom was now a tomb. So, I have a question. I read this. Is that, like, mm-hmm. Tamlin's power? Like, maybe part of it? His- so that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So I truly think that it has something to do with Tamlin's power. Honestly, it kind of reminds me I'm getting, like, total beauty. Oh, I'm fully... Yep. I watched that yesterday, too, by the way. Because I wanted to... Oh, like, wait, I watch, which one? Hang on, which one? Live, Animated or... Live action, because I, I wanted to listen action, to Evermore. Oh, yeah. Oh, Hell, yes, yeah. Yes, Hell, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Now I'm going to have to, like, put that on. Right oh, yeah, that's going on. That's, yeah. But anywho, okay, so, like, I totally think it is because w- even when, so after, you know, we're talking Frost and Starlight, Reese mm-hmm. goes back yeah. 
and says yeah. like the whole manor is just like covered much, yeah like, covered in these vines and shit and then like in silver flames when they go back i mean they just say it's like destroyed i mean it's yeah. just like it's so i always got the feeling that like the the land the different courts lands are tied to their high lords right um, and so I always thought maybe, like, we know that when Reese went under the mountain, like, was trapped under the mountain, he sent out that last burst of power to protect his land, protect, like, reinforce around Valaris and send the message to his friends, basically. I took that as, like, also to, like, help keep the land, like, keep the court, right? So I always just imagined that the, 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 the courts, the lands really are kind of a reflection of the, um, not status, the, uh, God, I'm not good with like words the- today. The mental state, yeah, yeah. I guess, like the how the High Lord is doing, and so like when you said like talk about like when Reese goes back, part of it is Reese goes back, and it's not just like destroyed because it's one thing to be destroyed in a battle, but it's one thing to be like left unattended, just like left uncared for. You know what I mean? And that's what we're seeing because Tamlin, like, it, basically the Spring Court right now is literally without a High Lord. Let's be honest. And I think when that happens, it goes, like, wild. Yeah, I mean, like, I I think it's more so, like, their power specific to his emotions. Like, his powers, like, put into his emotions. And, like, his emotions for that specific room was just, like, pissed off, heartbroken. So he had it overrun with, like, the vines and everything. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, there are multiple times in these chapters and, like, moving forward. He got her back, right? She's been back for a couple weeks now, it seems like. If you're trying to make things right and make her feel comfortable and, like, you know, let her heal, quote-unquote, why would you not clean up this room rather than keep it there so she can walk by and be like, oh, yeah, I remember when he did that to the study when I was standing there and just imploded the room. Like, it seems like a bad reminder. But then again, I also remember that it's Tamlin who, even though he, quote-unquote, is trying, is just not great at that so i don't know it just seems like a bad move yeah seems like a bad move i really wanted tamlin redemption i do too this poor this this poor and in silver flames now that i can talk about it in silver flames she has built us up for that yes she has he's she literally totally she totally put it out there of like us feeling bad for him like she sent out the feels I'm telling you, I didn't think I could feel worse for him than in Frost and Starlight when Reese goes and is kind of in it to him, like, and then, like, goes back and is like, okay, we need to work on this. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe next time we see him, it'll be a little bit better. Nope, mm-mm, Silver Flames, he's stuck in beast mode, doesn't even want to, like, shift. And, like, when I didn't he talks, think it could... it's like he hadn't grabbed forever. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. She's I just want to pet his little she's wolfy building head. the bones yeah. for a redemption. Yeah. She's Poor building guy. It. It's there. Now, do I think he needs a whole book? No. no. But, like, I feel like the redemption's there. I could go novella. Yeah. Yeah, I could I could be talked into that. I but wanna, he needs to find his own mate. I, yeah. Yeah, it has to. I want it to be, some, like, just a rando. Just rando. I don't I need don't. it to be anybody I want it. I want it to be someone with some drama, man. Me too. No, no, no. I mean, I don't want it to be a character we already know. I do. You do? Oh, yeah. I want to tell you something who, who, who are you thinking? Who are you thinking? Who are you thinking? I have lots of thoughts. I have lots okay. of people that I would love to see Tamlin with. That would take, like, quite a while. Um, okay, okay. About. Okay, never mind. But I, like, I want it to be someone we already know because I think that would add, like, some nice drama. Yes. Oh, mix. my God. What? No. I think it'd be good. Anywho, so Lucian, I think, is trying to, 
you know, tempt her into, you know, breaking, kind of, like, in a piss-poor way, but he's trying. And he goes, I'm surprised you're so calm, given the promises in Highburn. <laughs> and Fair. he's referring to the promise about killing the human queens, the king of Highburn, Jurian, and Ianthe for what they'd done to my sisters and friends. Um, and literally she goes, you said to yourself, Ianthe had her reasons. Furious as I might be, I can hear her out. LOL. No. All right. Um, anyway, so he, she says, I hadn't told anyone that, like, I knew her true nature because that would, like, you know, expose Reese and his story. And frankly, you know, she just wants to keep everyone safe. So, um, she's, she's doing to, a really go- good job here. Yeah. Lucian goes, she's going to spin the story that you'll want to hear. And she just shrugs and says, I can decide for myself. Though it sounds like you've already chosen not to believe her. And, like, so I think, like, this is the moment where he's trying to, because, like, as you know, as we'll talk about, because he talks about this at the beginning of Wings and Ruin, um, he, his most recent past with Ianthe is not great. His, yeah. It's not great. In my chapter, it's. And it's very cringy. Yep. And so I think this is the moment where he, he may be, like, trying to, like, push her buttons but he also could be trying to like say you know take it with a grain of salt like Ianthe's a bitch yeah see that's what I very subtly I think this was a good first like sign that like he's definitely trying to break break favor but he's also like we can go back to being comrades here she is a common enemy I don't know if he's trying to do that yet I don't know if he wants to be comrades yet Okay, knock off the comrade and more just, like, remember she is a common enemy. Like, I, I think she he's trying com- to make it yeah. clear, like, yeah. he has his own reasons for hating her. Um, so anyway, um, though it sounds like you've chosen not to believe her. And so he goes, she dragged two innocent women into this. Um, and Farrah, like, actually has to kind of stand up for her when stand up for Ianthe when talking to Lucian like oh yeah like, she, she does show her hand she goes she was working to ensure Highburn's alliances held strong mm-hmm. and Lucian kind of holds her and he goes you're smarter than that and she studies him a little bit and then all of a sudden Lucian goes where is he keeping her because <laughs> he wants to know where Elaine is so this is why he's with uh, Farrah at the moment. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I don't know. Resan had a hundred, has hundreds of places where they could be, but I doubt he'd use any of them to hide Elaine, knowing that I'm aware of them. And he just goes, tell me, tell me them all, list them all. And he goes, you'll, di-, she goes, you'll die the moment you set in foot into his territory. And he goes, I survived well enough when I found you. Ooh. And she goes, you couldn't see that he had me in a thrall. You let him take me back. Oh. That's a guilt trip. That's a good one. Gut punch. Gut punch. And then, what I hate the most, I mean, I love that he says I need to find her. So this is like, I I like Lucian here. And like, Mm -hmm. this is why, like, he finds his mate and like, I don't know, things begin to change for him, I guess. 
Yeah. Um, but then she goes, you don't even know, Elaine. The mating bond is just a physical reaction overriding your good sense. Oh, barf, barf. You know, that's my most hated line in this book, just to let everyone know. <laughs> and then he goes, is that what it did to you and Reese? And she goes, I'm, I'm not going to fucking talk about that. <laughs> um, and so then they go into the meeting. And Ianthe's there. And her rage becomes a living thing inside her chest, an echoing heartbeat that soothed me to sleep and stirred me to waking. I quieted it as I stared at Ianthe across the formal dining table, Tamlin and Lucian flanking me. So she still wore that pale hood and the silver circlet set with limped blue stone like a siphon. The jewel in its center reminded me of Azriel and Cassian siphoned. Um, and so the high priestess lowers her eyes, you know, trying to look demure and sad. Yeah. And she goes, I wish to begin by saying how truly sorry I am. I acted out of desire to grant you what I believed you perhaps yearned for, but did not dare voice while also keeping our allies in Highburn satisfied with our allegiance. And so she's like, why would I ever wish my sisters to endure that? And Ianthe goes, so you could be with them forever. And if Lucian had discovered that Elaine was his mate beforehand, it would have been devastating to realize he'd only have a few decades. Which, frankly... I must agree with that part. Like, I mean, if you're going to live forever and then your mate dies, like... That's pretty rough. I, I'm not going to deny her that part, but the rest of it is shit. Yeah. Um, so, Lucian goes, if you expect our gratitude, you'll be waiting a while. So, good for Lucian here. Yeah. Tamlin shot him a warning look, though. Ugh, barf. And, um... She goes, no, I don't expect gratitude in the least or forgiveness, but understanding. This is my home, too. Oh, gross. I'm sorry. I don't like it. I yeah. don't like it. No. No. You're like a fucking, like, visitor who, like, refused to leave. Yeah, exactly. Unwanted. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so she goes, we've worked. And she knows that, like, the only person she can convince really is Tamlin. Yeah, it's Tamlin. Yep. And so she's, you know, looking at Tamlin while she talks, and she goes, we have worked so hard to prepare ourselves for Highburn's inevitable arrival all these months. I made a grave mistake, and I will always regret any pain I have caused, but let us continue this good work together. Ugh. Also, oh. like, that's mildly talking about all the work they've done these past few months in this meeting where it's supposed to be her apologizing about doing that to Feyre's sisters. She's very clearly being like, you weren't here, Feyre. I'm talking about what we've done together while you were gone. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, she's very much like, fuck you, Feyre. And Lucian's just, like, full of shit right now. Like, just full of angry, like, shit anger. And goes, when I saw, what I saw in Highburn, Lucian said, gripping the arms of his chair... Any promises he made of peace and immunity, um, we have to be careful. So, like, he stops himself because, like, he sees Ianthe and, like, he knows, let's not trust Ianthe here. And yeah. so he goes, nope, 
never mind. I'm not going to finish that sentence. We have to be <laughs> careful. I need to not be angry. Family goes, we will be, but we've already promised to certain conditions, sacrifices. We break apart now, even with Hybern as our alley, we have to present a solid front together. Ugh. I hate him. Um, anyway, so Lucian, or Tamlin goes, you know, his new favorite word, try. We'll all try. Because he can't promise her he's going to do it, but he'll try. He'll try to do that it. That is such, oh my God, that is, uh, oh, when you like, you know, like have an issue with someone, like, you know what I mean? When you're trying to like, somebody should be growing or like, get like making up for something and they're like, oh, I'll try. That makes me want to punch people straight in the teeth. It's like, no, 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 no. Don't say I'll try because you're already basically putting it out there like yeah. you might not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no. Just, 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 just do it. Do it. Anyway. Do it. So then Farrah goes, Lucian is right, though. What of the people of this court during this conflict? They were brutalized by Amarantha. I'm not sure how well they'll endure living beside Highburn. They've suffered enough. So then Tamlin gets, he's kind of holding his anger in check a little bit. And Tamlin's jaw tightens. Highburn has promised that our people shall remain untouched and undisturbed. It was part of our bargain. Oh. And then she goes, when he sold out Printhian, sold out everything decent and good in himself to retrieve me, but whatever, Ugh. our people will be safe when Highburn arrives, though I've sent out word that family should relocate to the eastern part of the territory for the time being. Okay, if you have to still, you've been promised that they'll be safe, but you still felt the need to be like, hey man, why don't you go far away? You might want to rethink. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I agree exactly. So anyway, Tamlin blow, blows out of breath. That brings me to the other reason behind this meeting. So Farah braces herself. The first delegation from Highburn arrives tomorrow, <laughs> and Tamlin adds, "Jurian will be here by noon." <laughs> Don't, don't, don't. Well, for now, don't, don't, don't. Later. Okay. Poor, poor Jurian. You know, I understand getting into chapter two. I understand that eventually we find out he is on our side. But like for now, we're going to operate that he's not because he's a right little dick in my chapter. Okay. Just, I, I wanted to like, just make sure everyone it's clear. I do understand that he's on our side eventually, but damn to say again the oscar goes to jurian yeah it really i don't is. know though favors get favors giving him a run for her, his money right here i guess they would be best actor and best actress respectively so never mind okay so basically um i'm kicking off chapter two mad's got to deal with the reunion with like stupid ianthe and we all hate her and we want her to burn but like that's fair um i get dirtbag jurian again for now and the like demon twins from hell i for i honestly forgot how fucking creepy these yeah. two are they're bad. I, do, I really did. I do like the ending of your chapter, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that, too. I was rereading. I was like, oh, shit. I, I fully enjoyed so, the ending. Um, we find out that, like, since the weeks that she's been there, we haven't heard. This is Jurian coming over. Like, he hasn't been over. He's been in Hybern, so we, like, haven't seen him. 
Uh, SJM does a really good, like, little mini recap where it's like he was reborn. We find out, well, we were reminded, really, that he was reborn um, from Amaranth, you know, hoarding his eye and finger bone for 500 years, because that's normal. Um, and that he was aware for that 500 years, so basically that he's gone mad. Um, but that leads Feyre into this kind of mini analysis of Lucian and Tamlin that I find funny. Because she's like, he was mad. He lost his mind. And she's like, Tamlin and Lucian had to know. Had to have seen that gleam in Jurian's eye. But they also did not seem to entirely mind that the King of Highburn possessed the cauldron. You know, capable of cleaving the world apart. Starting with the wall. The only thing staying between gathering, like, lethal fey armies and vulnerable human lands. Like, they just knew and didn't care. So, like, her little analysis is basically, like, those two are essentially idiotic men and have their heads in the ground. Like, they're just thinking of the spring court, especially Tamlin. Yeah. And so we do find out that, again, Tamlin's trying. So, like, she has to, like, she's involved in all the, um, like, meetings and, uh, like, strategy sessions, I guess you would call them, right? I guess. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah. Like, that's a good But she was pretty much told to remain silent. I mean, not told. Yeah, but... yeah. So, like, yeah. Like, she can stand there and look pretty, basically. Sounds familiar. So... She does get a good snippet from these meetings, though. The, basically, Jurian and two commanders from Highburn are coming because they wanted to survey the wall to test for the perfect spot to, like, break it once the cauldron had recovered. So we do find out that the cauldron has limits. So basically, turning her two sisters into High Fae drained it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's good to know. So it's not, like, limitless, you know? Like, it does have limitless power, but it can't, it's not constant. It has to recharge. And so we find out that's Feyre's first task as her, like, master spy. She's, man, she's, she's overcoming ass here for master spy, I'm I mean, just saying. Like I said, she's, she's good. Beautiful. She's good in this first half of the book. Yeah. And so she is to learn where they plan to strike along the wall and everything, and then how long the cauldron actually needed to recover, and then she has to figure out a way to pass that along. And so she's trying. We learn more about the the bond since she's been there. She doesn't try to use it very often. Um, she'd done. She had communicated with Reese only once since she'd arrived. It's been weeks. That's awful. And it had been when she like within hours she walked into her old bedroom saw the fucking destruction and she said it felt like she had been shouting across a great distance speaking underwater she said i am safe and well i'll tell you what i know soon and then are they alive hurt because remember like last time she saw everyone her sisters were fresh out of the cauldron uh as was injured in the chest Cass's wings were shredded like it was not a good time and she said i don't remember the bond being between us being so hard to hear and it was just bad. And his response had come a minute later. I love you. They are alive. They are healing. That's all they've had in weeks. Aww. That's awful. So sad. But, and so obviously that made her cry. But this is genius. She keeps casually using her, we keep getting like mentions that she's really coming into her own with all of her different powers. That she can casually use them. So, like, that night, while it's sad because she was crying, she didn't want them to scent her tears, which is really invasive. I'm just saying. She used a wall of hard air to block her scent while she cried. Genius. And she's basically remembering, like, when she had sat in that position looking at the, like, the night sky and the bleak hours of the night. Now, when she looked to the night, she looked to the night sky, she was homesick, basically. Which I'm like, oh, that's 
sad but beautiful. And so she's like, I, I, she, she, for the, she thinks of the inner court, everyone she loves. And she's like, I can't risk touching the bond for my own selfish needs. Like, she's like, no, I'll use it to pass the information. And that's it. Like she's, she's going through it, but she has to do it alone. And then I didn't really think about this, but it made sense is, um, well, how do I put this? So Reese and her, obviously, their scents are mingled together because they're mates, right? Well, his scent is still on her, and it's been weeks. And they're like, oh, it could take weeks or months because they're, they're like, oh, he forced her. He, like, all kinds of shit. And I'm like, you know, I think it's cute, like, when you're mates with someone, like, your, your scents basically intermingle because of the mating bond and everything. But I'm like, man, that will become a problem in a couple months when they're like, how the fuck do you still smell like him? Like, <laughs> Well, they said weeks or months. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But when that time runs out, how do you just, polite, like, like, how do you, their sex was explosive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, how, yeah, like at a certain point, it's really going to be like, what? Come into the body. <laughs> it's like a lotion. Just lotioned it. That's what I'm like. That's like, but seriously, like, I'm like, that's going to cause a problem if you're there long enough. Luckily, I don't really think she is, but. And then she starts thinking about how she would have, like, painted Reese and stuff. And I'm like, oh, God. So, uh, she walks down. And keep in mind, it's just, like, Lucian and her are meeting Tamlin so that they can, like, go meet Jurian and the two commanders. Because they already know that Ianthe was like, oh, I want them to get to know you first. And I'll come later. I don't want to interrupt. And they both were already like, no, she's going to have some fucking grand entrance. Think of how she planned to do the wedding. Like, Ianthe, it always has to, she has to be center spotlight. She thinks she's, like, hot shit. So there, they, she comes down, and she goes to greet them, and Jurian is there. He's in his little, like, light leather armor. He's got his brown hairs just whipping around, and he, like, has this smug little smile. And I, Feyre says, I willed ice into my veins, the coldness from a court I had never set foot in, but I wielded its master's gift on myself, turning burning rage into frozen calm as Jurian swaggered towards us, a hand on the hilt of his sword. One, kind of rude that he keeps the hand. Like, I know it's like a cocky gesture to, like, have the hand on the hilt. But, like, also it comes off a little aggressive. So, like, stop. Oh, and here we go. We meet the two commanders. And honestly, oh, God. They're, like, almost Amarantha level for me. They're fucking creepy. I don't like them. Well, have you looked I mean, at fan art of them? Yeah, they're creepy motherfuckers. They look super creepy. Yeah, they... Creepy motherfuckers. They're, they're, I don't like them. I got always the description of, like, ruddy like red skin that always freaks me out. So the two commanders, one male, one female, they look so creepy on first glance that she literally gets a sh a sliver of true fear, like sliding into her heart. That's how creepy these, uh, these little shits are. Okay. High feigned appearance. Their skin was the same ruddy hue and hair, the identical inky black as their king. Oh, so creepy, but it was their vacant, unfeeling faces that snagged the eye a lack of emotion honed from millennia of cruelty well all right then and i want to make it clear i don't know the way because like tamlin and julian or T jesus tamlin and lucian both go like rigid when they all walk up so i i get the feeling one the twins like um reputation precedes them like it's known and maybe that Tamlin and Lucian had met them, like, previously, right? 
But I get the feeling that they were only told it was going to be, quote-unquote, two commanders. I don't think they were told it was going to be these two. No. Because they seem very taken back. And, of course, like, Jurian, being a dick, is like, oh, you look better than the last time I saw you. And she just, like, says nothing but looks at him. And here we go. May I present their highnesses? Aha! That explains the the looks. Princess, or Prince Dagdon and Princess Brana. Nephew and niece to the King of Hybern. So, they're twins. And that's when she's like, hmm, maybe they're linked in power, mental bonds as well. Like, interesting. And, like, Lucian, like, she literally notices Tamlin has to, like, remember, like, oh, shit, these are my allies now. Like, and, like, walks down to say hi. And she gets angry again thinking about it. And she keeps having to will, literally will herself to calm down. Because she's like, fuck you. Yeah. And... This is a little snippet. This little girl's. Tamlin's like, welcome to my home. We have rooms prepared for all of you. The princess. My brother and I shall shall reside in one together. (laughs) So. Yeah. There's that. A little bit of twin cest just sprinkled in, apparently. Um, And this is what's even creepier. It doesn't say that. No, but I get, I take it that way. No, I take they, it that way because they're creepy. Yeah. They, they imply it. I think they talk about it in, in, like, upcoming chapters. Yeah, and she talks about how she only enjoys her brother's company. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing that's really creepy is, well, besides that, obviously, her voice was deceptively light, almost girlish. The utter lack of feeling, the utter authority was anything but. So, like, she's got this very little girl, high-pitched voice. But with no emotion or, like, innocence or anything that we would usually equate to that. And that's hair. That's creepy AF. Like, I, I don't I don't like that. I don't like it at all. And then I love this. After that comment, Lucian's mind goes where the reader's minds go. Because Feyre can literally almost feel Lucian holding in some snide comment. But she's like, oh, no, no, no. Gotta act like the lady. So, again, she's earning that Oscar. She just steps down and, like, goes with Tamlin. We can easily make adjustments because she's lady of the house. So she's like, oh, no worries. I can handle that. And Lucian's eye whirs and like narrows at her like, you bitch, you're good. <laughs> and she curtsies to them and everything. And um, Rana surveyed me. The rose cut. Co- because remember, Feyre took time dressing because she was playing a part. She's wearing a rose colored dress. Her hair, um... Alice had curled and braided her hair in, like, a little cornet on the top of her head. And, like, she's got pale pink pearls in her ears. Honestly, the way she's styled kind of reminds me of how Elaine dresses. Yes. And I feel like that's where she got her inspiration. You know what I mean? Because she's, like, Elaine comes off very innocent and, like, not very, like, intimidating or anything. And a harmless, lovely package, perfect for a high lord to mount whenever he wished. I mean, I literally, that's, that's the role she's playing. I, I think that's hysterical. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. So basically, like, the princess looks at her and then looks over at, her, looks over at the prince, and they kind of look and, like, share this smirk. And she's like, boom, got it. So for now, they think she is harmless. Let's put it that way. For now, as Caitlin said, the end of my chapter is a little fucked up, I though. I love it. For, for now, all they're thinking about is how the High Lord mounts her. Yes, exactly. Yeah, basically. Whatever he basically. wants. So, Tamlin, they're, like, staring at her. And, of course, Tamlin being, like, he snarls. And he's, like, if you're done staring at her, man, like, come on. That's mine. Like, you know, like, fucking posturing. And Jurian's, like, they're curious. I mean, 
we're literally going to war, essentially, because of her, and, like, then Farah, I think, kind of forgets herself a little, because she goes, perhaps if you'd bothered going to war over Miriam, she wouldn't have left you for Princess Draken, <laughs> or for Prince Draken. I was like, oh, Farah, Farah, Farah. But then I remember, like, honestly, this isn't, like, out of her, like, character, because... She should still be pissed at him, just like she was at Dianthe for, like, what happened to her sister. So, like, I don't think it's too, like, out of, like, you know, like, a little, like, break in her character. And Jurian just, like, stops and looks at her. And then I think it's funny that Tamlin and Lucian, like, tensed and, like, torn, like, they were torn between, like, monitoring the exchange, but then escorting the two fucking demons. And, like... This is funny, is we find out Feyre had talked to, told them about Az and his network of spies, and that they were well-trained, and, like, you know, we should really, like, they're all over, you need to clear out, like, any unnecessary servants and everything like that, like, only your trusted people should stay. And then she's like, of course, I forgot to mention that I'd already, like, Az had already pulled all of his spies, like, a long time ago, so, you know, you're just doing without all of your servants, so, haha. And then I like this. Feyre plays this perfectly because she's setting it up. And Jeweler, Jurian's like, careful what you say, girl. And she just smiles and looks by him. Or what? You'll throw me in the cauldron? And she keeps going. And then she, like, sees where she had, Like, she has a little mini flashback to when he walked in the house, which is awful. And she turns around. Here's the first rule of this visit. Don't threaten me in my own home. And she's like, aha, the posturing, it worked. <laughs> Because she's like, I don't give a fuck what I'm saying to Jurian or what, how he handles it. She's saying all of this for Tamwin's yep. benefit. And he just brushes a knuckle over her cheek like, oh, you beautiful darling. And then that was my first step. Make Tamwin believe, truly believe I loved him in this place and everyone in it. So that, when he, that he would not suspect when I turned them off each other. I'm like, oh, God, that's a, that's a vibe. Yep, I like it. And we get more and more about the twins now. Oh, Prince Dagden yielded to his twins every wish in order. Just saying every wish. Just keep that in mind. As if he were the blade, she wielded to slice through the world. And then he, like, he pours her drinks. He sniffs them. She gets the finest cuts of meat. Like, he literally just, like, caters to her. And he, she looks at them, she's like, they're almost like one soul and two bodies, and like, they have wordless exchanges a lot, and Feyre's like, oh, and she's like, I wonder if they're like me, uh, how do you say Demonte? it? Demonte? Dem I think that's what it is. Demonte? I always say it wrong, I'm it's sorry. Demonte. Demonte. Demonte, okay. And so she's like, hmm, but then Feyre's like, we do learn that like, her shields had been a wall of black adamant, like, they, they were like, unpenetrable. Since she arrived. And then she, she, but she's paranoid now. So, like, anytime there's, like, a low in conversation, she checks her mental shields. Because she's like, hmm. So, Brana, uh, Brana is like, okay, we're going to go to the wall tomorrow. Jurian's going to go with us. We just, like, require the use of sentries. Because they're trying to figure out where, like, holes in it are. Because, obviously, if there's already a hole, that's the best place to blow it apart, right? Yeah. Well, I just, again, it goes back to the bedroom. You're trying to help. Like, you know, get your woman back, whatever. And I understand this is part of Hybern's plan, and he had to agree to it. But how did Tamlin ever think Pharaoh would eventually come to terms with him helping Hybern blow the wall when she used to be human? 
how did he think that would ever like not be even if she was staying with him how did he think that like 50 years from now she'd not still be like really wish you hadn't blown the wall you know and caused the destruction of my like former people what the fuck like he's an idiot that's all i can he's an idiot that's that's bottom line he's an idiot and she goes lucian and i can escort you and Tamlin just looks at her, looks at her, and he, she's waiting for the refusal. Because remember, that was part of why she was like, you have to let me in. You, like, you smothered me. You never let me do anything. So she's put him in a little bit of a pickle here. Because, like, he can't say no because he's quote-unquote trying. But he also is like, this is dangerous because he doesn't trust these two commanders or Jurian probably. And she's like, but it seemed the High Lord had indeed learned his lesson, was indeed willing to try, as he gestures to Lucian and goes, my emissary kn knows the wall as well as any sentry. So she gets to go to the wall with Jurian and the twins from hell. And she's like, okay, so she makes a show. She gives him like a slow, displeased nod. And like, she just, again, she's like, he knew I'd never be happy about it. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. So like, this is not a good plan here. And, like, he thought I'd stomach it for him, for us. Like, he literally thought she could get over, like, the destruction of the humans for him. Like, what? Fucking ego. Check it at the door. And so, she's like, okay, we'll leave after breakfast. And she goes to Tamlin playing, like, the, you know, blushing bride. Like, oh, we'll add some few centuries, too. Don't worry, dear. And then she thinks back. She's like, I fucking protected the rainbow against the Legion of Beasts like fucking Bartok. Like, I slaughtered <laughs> Bartok brutally, cruelly for what he'd done to me and mine. She's like, thinking back, she's like, I don't fucking need your sentries. I could kill all of you if I wanted, really. So, like, fuck off, but, like, fine. Like, I'll play the part. And then Jurian's looking. This is a weird snippet. Jurian's looking at Lucian with his, like, eye and, like, with, I like this, with a warrior's frankness. Because, honestly, this is kind of rude to someone with, like, the, the metal eye. I always wonder who made that eye after she carved it out. <laughs> Everybody goes quiet because nobody talks about Amarantha. She's like, you just don't, bad topic, don't bring her up. And so she like, Pharaoh plays the part where she's like shifting around. She's like, oh, I can't, like, this is terrible. And Lucian just looks at Jurian and he's like, yeah, I have an old friend at the Dawn Court. She's skilled at tinkering, blending magic and machinery. Tamlin got her to craft it for me at great risk. Interesting tidbit that we should remember. And then Jurian's just like, oh, does your mate have a rival? And then Jurian's like, shut the fuck up. Like, don't talk about my mate. <laughs> and here we go with Dartbag Jurian. She shouldn't be any, uh, because, like, Lucian's like, she's not your concern. And Jurian's like, she shouldn't be any of yours either, considering she's probably been fucked by half the Illyrian army by now. Rude. Rude yeah. on so many levels. So, yeah, that's, like, that's a little low blow. Yeah, right? Like, Jesus, I get that you're an ass right now, but my God. And I like I like this. I was fairly certain that only centuries of training kept Lucian from leaping over the table to rip rip out Jurian's throat. I like that. I like that. That's, that's good self-control, I guess. But Tamlin here is, is like, he's the one that's like, of course, losing his temper because it's Tamlin. He's like, you will behave as a proper guest or you will sleep in the stables like the other beasts. Oh, zing. And then Jurian's just casually sipping from his wine. He's so nonchalant. He's like, why should I be punished for stating the truth? Neither of you were in the war when my forces allied with the Illyrian brutes. I suppose you two... And then he looks at the fucking royals and he's like, I suppose you two had the delight of fighting against them. Oh, I hate these motherfuckers. We kept the wings of their generals and lords as trophies. Oh. 
And that's when this is Farah had to really control herself because we also know what happened with a set of other wings for a certain mother and sister. So she can't glance at Tamlin because she's trying to remain. She's trying to keep herself from basically demanding the whereabouts of two sets of wings. His father had kept as trophies after we get a reminder that his father had butchered Reese's mother and sister. And Reese had said they were pinned in the study. So they weren't in the study, we find out. And she's tried to, like, feign boredom and just explore, but she can't find them. So she has no idea where they are right now. And she, I, I, I have a feeling she probably wants them so, like, Reese can get some closure, which is fair. Like, they deserve to be buried, right? And then Jurian just keeps poking and prodding, because he's like, you know we fought together, me and your high lord. And Tam was like, he is not her high lord. And then Jurian slips here a little bit. See, we're too blinded right now at hating Jurian for being such a dick that you don't catch on that this was all kind of a preamble yeah. to slide this in. He's like, he must have told you where he hid Miriam and Draken. And it's like, oh, right, right. Because his, literally his whole thing is he wants to find them to apologize. Yep. He goes about it in a really bad way, though, because he definitely comes off like stalker crazy lost my mind. But, you know, that teach their own. And so she just keeps the line. They're dead. And then this is interesting. The cauldron says otherwise. I wasn't... And maybe I'm just not remembering the rest of this book. I don't quite get that. Isn't it like the cauldron knows when there's other, like, powerful items or something? No, I think it's because... They're, like, they're hidden by magic. And so it, like... It can, like, sense it yeah. or something? Yeah, like, I, th- okay, I think okay. it senses it. It doesn't know where it is, but it senses, like, power from magic. Okay, okay, okay. Because I was, I like... I think th- it goes over this later in the book. Do that? It does or doesn't? I think it does. Like, it does? Okay, cool, cool, cool. I just don't remember then. I, it's been a minute. When they all reunite. Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, oh, the literal, guys, I'm an idiot. The literal next sentence. God, I overlooked this. He, cold fear settled into my gut. This is why he knows. He tried it already to resurrect Miriam for himself and found out that she was not amongst the deceased. So he tried it and then realizes that she's alive. I just don't think he realizes that, like, Dracon for sure is alive with her, but he suspects it and then he doesn't know where they are, too. And then uh, Madison, now that I think about it, you're right. It does, like, kind of go over it more and more. So then Feyre's like, oh, like, I told, uh, I was told they were dead. And then, (laughs) again, she's really going for Jury in here. I think you'd have better things to do, Jurian, than obsess over the lover who jilted you. <laughs> and then Jurian's like, all right, bitch, we'll play this game. They say you were fucking Resand before you ever jilted your own lover. And that's when Tamlin's like, that's it! I'm done! Stop! Shut the fuck up! And then, but I felt it then. Here we go. The tap against my mind. Saw their plan clear and simple. Rile us? distract us while the two quiet royals slid into our minds so we already know that most likely they've been in tamlin and lucian's mind then no. they probably use this to go at like hmm? no they're attempting like they, they're about to try to get into their mind yeah no she stops that yeah remember? mine was shielded but we, no that's what i'm saying sorry i meant to say like they're trying to get yes. like they're trying to tap into them yeah mine was shielded but lucian's tamlin's i reached out with my night kiss power casting it like a net and found two oily tendrils spear. This is like disgusting. Like yeah. this sounds gross. Spearing for Lucian and Tamlin's mind as if they were indeed javelins thrown across the table. And she struck. 
they she strikes so much that both of them literally jolt back in their seats as if she like actually hit them and then she's guys look how much her powers progressed because these two are super old crazy motherfuckers and she's blocking them not just from her mind but lucian and tamlin's and tamlin and lucian have no idea what's going on yeah like that's impressive and they're they shot their dark eyes towards me i held each of their gazes and Tamlin is like, what's wrong? And that's when she's like, oh shit, I've been silent for a minute. And she like furrows her brow and she's just like, nothing. Their highnesses must be tired after such a long journey. Just like smiling at them. And for good measure, I lunged for their own minds, finding a wall of white bone. I find it excessively creepy that it's like yeah. white bone is what but it also Because it- hers is black like the night yeah. sky, like black. And then theirs is like It reminds, the it reminds me of uh, Highburn's Castle. Yes, that's yeah. a theme here with this family. Yeah. yeah. And they flinch and she literally drags the talons down, gouging deep, and they flinch. The warning blow cost me a low pulsing headache forming around my temples. But I merely dug back into my food, ignoring Jurian's wink. No one spoke for the rest of the meal. So basically, game's on, motherfucker. Yeah. Jurian, the prince and princess, all three of them very are very aware right now that Farah is a fox in the hen house. Like Hell yeah, I love it. So, even though she's still, like, you know, got Tamlin and Lucian going, uh-uh, cat's out of the bag, and it literally only lasted, what, one meal? Yeah. They were there for, like, six hours before they figured it out? Yep. But, like, I don't blame her. She had to, because, like, they can't get into, the, like, she has to protect, the, like, their minds. Yeah. Because so otherwise... They played that perfectly, though. Other, they played it perfectly. Otherwise, they would mess with it fully. Yeah. So... My chapter begins as they're going out to the wall. And, um, but she realizes that the birds and the small beast have darted for cover long before we pass. And it's mainly because the creepy twins in the center. Um, they were as awful as the bogey as the naga. So they're kind of like, they're kind of creepy. And those are like lesser fey creatures too. (laughs) Yep. Like they're like terrible. Yep. And so, like, she notes that, like, before she was, like, they, like, reached the wall without incident or Jurian trying to bait us into distraction, um, she was, had been also awake most of the night, like, searching to make sure that there weren't any other spells around. And I always like that when she, they kind of, like, note just, like, where her spell, like, where her powers have come from. Just, like, mercifully, the curse-breaking ability I'd inherited from, inherited from Hellion's spell cleaver High Lord of the Day Court. I just like, I like that they note like where these different powers are coming from. Because you don't get a whole lot of understanding of that. I always get confused. Yeah. So it really helps me. (laughs) Yeah, I fully agree. Like you don't really know all the High Lord's powers. Um, Yeah, some of them are simple. Like the ice with winter, like fire with autumn. But the other ones I'm always like, shit, which one's which? Yeah. Yep. Um, And so she like didn't realize that there were any other spells there. um, So they were good. Um, Tamlin. So... She also says that Tamlin was, like, tense in the morning. Um, she'd even gone so far to test him by asking what was wrong, to which he only replied that he had a headache. And Lucian just patted him on the shoulder and promised to look after him. And Farrah's like, I... This is comical. Because she had done so much that she didn't need Lucian. Like, she had actually taken out Lucian at one point. Um, I was gonna say, I'm like, she could easily overpower Lucian. Yep, Yep. very easily. Very easily. 
Um, and so then, so they get to the, uh, the gap in the wall and she was like, so they go, they look up into it and, um, so it's just like Farrah's playing these like mind games right now because the twins, Lucy and Farrah go to survey the wall uh, where Farrah came through. Farrah like hides her distraction, like hides her power. Like she's wearing these, uh, the sapphire jacket and brown pants adored with a jeweled knife and belt Lucian had once gifted her a lifetime ago. And she wore the elegant clothes to like try to fool the prince and princess, but they really weren't doing it. But why like i i guess my curiosity is like i mean lucian's there too so she has to like kind of keep up for lucian too but like i don't know she keeps trying to like convince them and i'm like girl you already showed your hand well like, she's trying to she's like she's convincing them that she's like strong with like with a demonte but she wants to be wants to make it seem like she's physically intimidated by them because she keeps okay. hiding behind lucian and they took notice of like lucian like kind of like she doesn't want to show how strong yes. she is yeah so she keeps, like, hiding, like, almost hiding behind him. He turns to protect her a few times. Um, and so they're looking at the, the holes in the wall, and they're kind of talking about how many holes there are um, and where they all are, just so they can figure out where they can kind of break into. Um, they say that they're, the sea entrance are, like, not really that big of a deal, but they want to go look at the other one. Um, and Farrah's like, oh, we'll plan a, an, uh, plan a trip for the excursion. Um, and so she brings up something which I find interesting because she asks them if they can uh, winnow. And it turns out that princess, the princess can't. And she's, like, embarrassed by it. Haha, <laughs> beat. So, and, um, but then Dagdon can, but he can only do it for a few miles if he bears others. So it just shows that he's, they're not as powerful as they make it seem. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like they've, especially because they're psychos, it sounds like they've probably put a lot of their energy into honing the, yeah. like, the mind and torture skills. Yeah. Well, when you're not as powerful as you seem, you gotta come off as creepy. Yes. Yep. Yeah, when in doubt, you know. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so, like, so kind of Farah leaves them and uh, she goes to, like, sit in, like, an area and Lucian goes, whatever you're planning, it'll land us knee-deep in shit. And Farrah goes, I'm not planning anything. I plucked up a fallen pink blossom, twirled it between my thumb and forefinger. It's almost like, Madison, isn't it almost like picking a piece of dust off your uh, shirt? Oh <laughs> my god. Wow. You ca- You were so, you had that teed up. Right? I could see I you were like, ah! Did you just bring that up? I was like, yes. I'm going to ruin Madison's morning. (laughs) What what, what was it? I think it was Kelsey sent me a screenshot the other day of like uh, the sentence where it's like, and I didn't realize I was holding my breath. And I was like, oh, God. (laughs) How do you not realize you're holding your breath? I let out a breath I didn't know I was holding. Like, oh, bite my ass. Oh, those are some, that's some of my favorite phrases to throw in there every so often. Um, so, uh, Farrah does ask, though, she's like, what do you, like, because he, like, looks at, she's looking at his golden eye, and she's like, what do you see with that? And he doesn't answer. So she just kind of... I really want to know. I do, too! Like, and I know we get more into it about, like, the person that did it, like, that created it, but, like... But, like, mm -hmm. not enough. Yeah. 
Like, does he see, like, the spells and everything? Or, I don't know. I'm very curious. I don't know. Ooh, that could be... That could be a fan theory. There you go. Oh. Look at that. Have... Now if you just remember to post it on time. <laughs> Dude. She's done decently well. Fridays? Fridays at least on her... Fridays. Yesterday, at least she, on Fridays. Or, on Fridays, she would not have remembered if I no. didn't text her. Nope. I even had the That's reminder fair. set up. It, my work was on fire on Friday, which is... I swear, I don't know if you're. I don't know if you understand the actual point of reminders on your phone because I feel like they pop up and you're like, "Oh, this yep. is annoying. Get off of here." Yep, that's literally what they do. They they they're, they're oh, deleted. Anywho, they are deleted. Um, and so they kind of go. Farah and Lucian kind of talk about um, if Lucian was going to be if he was in the war, who would be who? Which side he would fight for? And he's like, "I would fight for the F- Human Fey Alliance." And she goes, and he's like, "Especially if my father wasn't on that side." Um, and he kind of says, like, and Farrah kind of twists it, then she goes, and yet here you are, ready to march with Highburn. And he goes, I did it for you, too, you know. I went with him to get you back. And she goes, I never realized what a powerful motivator guilt can be. And then Lucian kind of, like, I didn't realize it, but, like, Lucian covers a lot more to make sure that, like, Tamlin didn't know the full story of what happened. Because he was like, yeah. that day you went away, I beat Tamlin back to the manor, received the message when we were out on the border and raced here. But the only trace of you was that ring, melted between the stones of the parlor. I got rid of it a moment before Tam arrived home to see it. And it was just like, and because they knew it wasn't toward, like, it wasn't, and like, abduction. Because well, it was melted. Yep. She was like, they melted mm-hmm. it off my finger. She lied. And he's like, he he doesn't believe it. Um, yeah. But then she goes, she like mentions it. She goes, thank you for coming to Highburn to get me. And he was like, he knew, he knew it was a trap. And she was like, the situation was terrible. He's like, and then he goes, um, don't let Jurian bait you. He's doing it to feel out any weakness between us. I know. And he goes, why, why does Highburn want to do what to do behind... Beyond some horrible desire for conquest, what drives him? His people, hatred, arrogance, and Lucian like set was about to say something, and then the twins arrive, and Jurian does too, and of course Jurian tries to make like a very sassy comment. He goes, "Careful, Lucian! You see what happens to males who touch the High Lord's belongings." And I was like, "Eh, all right, true, very true." Um. So they get back to the stables, and of course, Ianthe's waiting. She, and Ianthe, forever having to make the grand entrances, she literally made a grand entrance at the end of breakfast, and she had to, <laughs> breezing into the dining room when the sun was shining and shafts of pure gold through the windows. And Farrah knows, she goes, I had no doubt she planned the timing, just as she planned the, to stop in the middle of one of those sunbeams, angled her hair, glowed and ju- and the jewel atop her head burned with blue fire. I would have titled the painting <laughs> Model Piety. This is just, this is such a good foreshadowing of what Feyre does later, though, to, like, usurp her in the ceremony with the, remember yes. how Ianthe wanted to be somewhere? And I was like, oh my god. So, like, Ianthe gave Feyre the perfect, like, point. Oh, yeah. yeah, she, like, <laughs> she, she fucks it up. And it's really been, it's really en- entertaining, too, because they all don't like her. Even, like, the twins no. and Jurian. They were like... 
he was like, she mostly cooed over Jurian, who had only scowled at her like some insect and in buzzing in his ear. And they listened to her fawn, like, and then the twins listened to her fawning with enough boredom that I was starting to wonder if the two of them were perhaps preferred no one, com- no one's company but each other's, in whatever unholy capacity. So I was like, "Told you, yeah." There's definitely something going along there. Um, and so she gets off the horse, and Ianthe was like asking them questions, and Lucian says, "What do you want?" And she was like, she got kind of upset about that. She's like, we're here, uh, we're to have a party in honor of our guests and to coincide with the summer solstice in a few days. I wish to speak to Fair about it, unless you have an objection. And Farrah's like, nope, I'll go change and meet you. And she realizes that, like, she steers Lucian away from it. And she's like, what happened to you two? And she goes, this, like, this is kind of, like, heartbreaking. Because she asks, she's like, did she and Tamlin do it? And he goes, no. <laughs> when Calamari came along, he refused. He flat out refused to participate. So Lucian replaced him in the right. And I, I've, I got, I kind of, this part is very entertaining. He goes, she goes, I'd forgot, forgotten about um, Calamari and the right. I did a mental tally of those days. No wonder I'd forgotten I've been in the cabin in the mountains with Reese bur- buried in me. Perhaps we regenerated yeah. our own magic that night. Um, but Lucian, and he goes, uh, she's like, you took Ianthe into the cave on Calamai. And he goes, he wouldn't meet my gaze. She insisted. Tamlin was, things were bad, Farah. I went in his stead and I did my duty in the court. I went in my own free will and we completed the right. Um, That's not free will. No, it's so sad. And she's like, and fair enough, she's like, no wonder she backed off him. She'd gotten what she wanted. And he goes, I think this is kind of like, kind of sad. sad. Yeah. He's like, please don't tell Elaine when we, when we find her again. I was like, oh. Even though like he wasn't even mates with her, he's still already. See, this shows, again, this shows like he is, he's trying, you know, he's going to try with Elaine. Yeah. Like he feels bad about something that one was not, uh, it went against his free will and two, it was before they were even mates. And he's like, please don't tell her. Yeah. He's like, going to try with Elaine and then is never given a chance. Yep. That's oh, so sad. Yeah. Tragic, man. Tragic. And then like Farrah's just like, she, she actually has like a shift in her heart. She's like, I won't tell anyone unless you say so. She goes, I wish I'd been there to stop it. I should have been there to stop it. And she meant every word. And Lucian goes, you are a better friend to me, Farah, than I ever was to you. And I was like, okay. Fair. True. true. It's true. I know, like, right now there's a little bit of, a little bit of gray area for now, but. True. But it's still, like, he still, he admits that he has not been the best. Um, yeah. And I'm not going to lie, I have missed Alice. I love all the people in Night Court, but I have missed Alice because Alice knows everything, and she is not backing down. Um, because she's, like, Alice is, like, looking at the two dresses that Farrah has, and she realizes, like, the, like, she knows, like, we can't take off the dresses anymore, because she's, like, um, she kind of looks over at Farrah again, and, she, and Farrah goes, I knew what she saw, but lies and poison smiles couldn't hide. I had become wraith thin while living here after Amarantha, yet for all Reese had done to harm me, I gained back the weight I'd lost, put on muscle, and discarded the, the sickly pallor in favor of sun-kissed skin. 
For a woman who had been tortured and tormented for months, I looked remarkably well. And <laughs> it's just like she, Alice, fully knows. Like, and then, like, so Farrah also says that she's, like, she spent the past few days playing a pretty pet, a lot of the meeting with the Hybern Royals, mostly because she remained silent. And she kind of just, like, gives them, she, like, spins some lies about the night court. She tells them truth and lies. Um, kind of makes them seamlessly and, like, letting them know, like, what is kind of going on, but not really. Yeah. Like, she's being a very good, very good spy master. And so they go back to kind of, um, Alice is the only one, like, and all for her, and she goes, and all for my careful expressions, Alice seemed the only one who noted the tiny tells that even I couldn't control. And so Farrah goes back to just, like, talking about the dresses. She's already worn the pink and green one three times already. And Alice goes, you never cared for such things. And Farrah goes, mm-hmm. am I not allowed to change my mind? And then all of a sudden, so then she goes, Farrah, she's like, you could wear this. A set of turquoise night clothes cut so similarly to Amran's preferred fashion dangled between your spindly fingers. My heart lo- lurched. And he goes, Tamlin shredded the two other sets, missed this one because it was in the wrong drawer. God, that... Just because it was in the wrong drawer, he, like, couldn't destroy something. And so, like, Farrah then, like, puts up a shield, and he was like, he was upset. I wish he destroyed that pair, too. And then we get kind of a little bit more about Alice. She goes, I was there that day, you know, Alice said, folding her spindly arms across her chest. I know I saw the Morgan... Morgan, I don't arrive. Saw her reach into that cocoon of power and pick you up like a child. I begged her to take you out. My swallow wasn't feigned. I never told him that. Never told any of them. I let them think that you'd been abducted, but you clung to her and she was willing to slaughter all of us for what had happened. And then Fair goes, I don't know why you'd assume that. And she goes, servants talk. And under the mountain, I never heard of or saw Resan lay a hand on a servant. Guards, Amareth's cronies, the people he was ordered to kill, yes, but never the meek. Never those who were unable to defend themselves. Farrah goes, he's a monster. They say you came back different, came back wrong. I never bothered to tell him that I think you came back right. Came back right at last. And she goes, my cousin works in the palace at Adorata which was the Adriana Adriana yeah Adriana Adriana which was the summer court and she goes servants in the palace are not meant to be seen or heard but they (gasps) see and hear plenty when no one believes they're present and she says she said you visit visited and that when you and that you were healthy and laughing and happy and she goes it was a lie he made me act that way and she goes if you say so she goes I do say so and then also, all of a sudden, she pulls out a dress of creamy white. She goes, you never got to wear this one. I had it ordered for you after your wedding day. Um, but it was kind of like, it was a bra- it was a dress. It was bride-like, but rather pure, clean. The kind of gown I would have resent- resented when I turned from under the mountain, despite avoid- to avoid my comparison to my ruined skull. Sk- wow, skull? Soul. <laughs> and... Um, and so then Alice whispers, she goes, I will only say this once. Whatever you plan to do, I beg you to leave my boys out of it. Take whatever retribution desire, but please spare them. And she goes, um, 
And Pharaoh's like, all I want to do is settle back into life to heal. Heal the land of the corruption and the darkness spreading across it. Al seemed to understand, so she set the dress on the armoire, airing out the loose, shining skirts, where the sun solstice. And so she did. God, Alice, you... There's so many, we're only on chapter three and there's so many like revelations and so many like yeah. threads going in this plan. It's insane. Yeah. I just like, and again, like this is the part of kind of fair that I like the scheming, the mm-hmm. working her webs. Like, oh, it's so good. I w- Do we think, oh, sorry. No, I was just saying, I hope we get to see, I wish we could see more of Alice. Like that's what, well, SJM said that the next book will have more daddy Tarkin in it. Right. So I'd assume we're going to be yeah. in the summer court, maybe. I'm hoping we get a glance, like, she gets to see that Alice is there safe with her nephews. Yes. I really, really hope we get at least a peek. Like, it doesn't, like, she doesn't have to become, like, a main character, or, like, not even main character, but, like, a reoccurring character. Just, like, one peek to know that Alice is safe and happy. That's all I need. Like, even, like, that would be fantastic. Yeah, I fully agree. Oh, Madison. What are you currently reading? And I just read it. I just read what you put. And I'm excited. <laughs> um, so, okay. Last week I was talking about the Eden Finley series, Fake yeah. Boyfriends. So obviously I reread that series. Of course. That's <laughs> what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, I was like, God, because it's like one of my favorites. Like I literally love it. Um, and it's just, it's just a classic, like, feel good thing but also okay i read like one of my favorite shifter books i think of all times currently at the moment let's just say merman and dragon oh my god oh my god it was it was so good it was so good um there's actually like a really cool like um like story and plot line behind Mm -hmm. it and like there's like it's honestly awesome shifter world building. Like, I mean, I haven't, Okay. it's like more in depth than you'd think because like literally Uh the name of it is Omega from the ocean. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't get a whole lot of depth from that. Yeah. Um, it's by Amy (laughs) Bellows, but let me just tell you guys. So I read the first book, loved Mm -hmm. it. There's only one book thus far, but then it gives you the preview into book two. It left me distraught. I am Ooh. so distraught. <laughs> I'm still upset over it. I I'm not laughing at your pain. I'm laughing be- at your facial expression, I swear. I literally can't believe that I read it. Like, I shouldn't have read the extra bonus scene. I just shouldn't yeah. have. It literally that's left mistake. me fucking distraught. Oh, that's bad. When's the second book come out? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Because, like... Um, some of the, most, most of the indie authors I read, they write several series at a time. So oh like, yeah. I'm so like, kind of uh, like alternate releases. Yeah, I know. So I'm like, I'm really, I'm in the shitter. So I got to do some research on that because like, I'm Fair so enough. obsessed with it. <laughs> I'm so Fair obsessed. Enough. It was so good. Plus like merman and dragon. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I remember when you texted dragon. me, I was like, that's a good, Ooh, I like it. I texted you guys to see yeah. with the churro. I don't know. Yeah, it's great. Like, sky oh my God, churro, wait, making that, fun of me. Wait, was that the seat? That was from the churros. That, that was, was the Merman and Dragon God. one, the one with this churro scene. <laughs> I was so confused by that. <laughs> 
Sky was too. I was so, I was so. It just made me want a churro. I read it and I was like, man, churro. I literally, no, I literally was, I was like, what is this comparing? Like, dude, it was just like, the book was just so much better than I thought it was going to be. I didn't realize there was going to be so much in-depth, like, story and plot lines uh-huh. behind it. Um, but it was so the churro. Oh my god! But then I was so distraught. I had to reread the fake boyfriend series. I'm already on book That's five fair. though. So, <laughs> um, what did uh? Let's see. So I started the week. I finished off um 99% mine by Sally Thorne. Very good. Not as good as the hating game, but uh, still really good. I do have it on my list to do. Um, she just had the newest uh, second first impressions. That is on my Kindle to read list. Um, let's see here. Um, in preparation for the Shadow and Bone series dropping, um, I think that, yeah, it's this week, uh, on Netflix, I reread, um, Six of Crows, just a quick little reread, because I like it. I, I couldn't bring myself to do Crooked Kingdom, because it makes me sad, but I did read, um, Six of Crows. Let's see. Um, I'm, like, halfway through White Hot Kiss. It's part of the Dark Elements series by, uh, Jennifer L. Armentrout. It's on Kindle Unlimited, if you're interested. Um, I'm halfway through that. It's good. It's good. Definitely. It's, it's, it's YA as opposed to like from Blood and Ash being like new adult. Um, let's see here. And then my physical book, I literally just started last night, um, is The Bone Shard Daughter by, um, Andrea Stewart. Um, very intriguing already. Like I was only a couple, I only got like a couple pages in and I passed out and I was like, oh, okay, okay. So it's hooked me. Um, so I'll probably continue to read that. But I mean, obviously we have a big release Tuesday in the crown and uh the crown of gilded bones that's gonna take over my life so yeah that's if anyone that's wonders my... what we're reading this week it's that yeah it's that well madison and i caitlin still needs to finish the second one caitlin what are you reading i'm reading the second one slowly but surely okay slowly okay but surely. Long, okay that's the answer i wanted Good. slow very slowly you know I what will... though if you're lying to me girl i will i will drive I to have... dc and beat you with the book <laughs> hey you drive to dc to beat you with a book. Don't forget the second part. That's the most important thing. <laughs> but you drive to DC. <laughs> to beat you with a book, you weirdo. Uh, Are you saying taking a beating from a book is worth seeing my face? Because that's yeah, probably adorable. Probably. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so cute. If it forced you to come to DC, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Good God. Okay. Anyway, so social media guys, remember please like, save our stuff share it um with your friends um if you could also go on apple reviews and review us on apple that'd be great um acotar podcast um our shout out this week goes to uh kylie ann she reached out for book recs and honestly i just love chatting with people about book recs um so that was super fun and exciting um but yeah that's our that's our week yeah, that's uh, this is a Throne of Glass week, too. So if you're following along with our Throne of Glass bi-weekly episodes, we will have a new Throne of Glass episode dropping this Wednesday. Um, so stay tuned for that as well. And yeah, other than that, guys, uh, we're, we're in the thick of it. We're in Wings and Ruin. Can't believe we're here, but we are. So uh, yeah, with that, guys, we're going to go ahead and sign off and enjoy the rest of our Sunday. And I hope you guys do, too, or whenever you're reading, you know, or whenever you're reading, Ooh. whenever you're listening. Sorry, guys. It's already been a long day. Um, so, yeah, with that, guys, cheers to our high fae bays. Bye.